Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. (sighs) Yeah. Um, I, um, I, 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 (laughs) oh man, your futures were on the line. Your futures were on the line and nobody showed up. Nobody showed up. And as you'll hear in the knee jerk reactions, as you've seen on Twitter, possibly, I called this game in the third quarter. I called it. I tweeted out three minutes to go in the third quarter. This is over. It's over. And um, I am beyond pissed that I was right. You know, I was kind of, it was what I believed in the moment, and I was kind of also trying to put out that, you know, Put that, put it out into the ether so that you know I could be proven wrong, and I would be happy to be wrong about it. But I'm even more angry that I was right, and that uh, you know the Bears went up there. Granted, with uh, nothing really to play for, as far as the season was concerned, but there were big stakes on the line in this thing. Um. You know, I guess it, it, it would. I actually, actually, it's it's kind of the perfect ending, considering how this season has gone. Where in three occasions this season, we got complacent with a comfortable lead in the fourth quarter, only to piss it away and lose. So, with all the rumors about you know Flus is coming back, Fields is you know everyone the decision about Fields has been made already. Blah blah blah. It's like everybody got comfortable. And we got our asses handed to us and we lost. That's like the perfect metaphor for the way this season ended and and how it possibly could have gone as bad as it did. Because the team that we saw out there today, we haven't seen them for a while. You know, we haven't seen a team like that get beat up on both sides of the ball like it did today. It's been a while since we've seen our guys get pushed around like that for all 60 minutes. You know, that's what made it so painful to watch in week one. And that's what made it increasingly irritating to watch today. Just, you know, Aaron Jones running like a madman because he's in the second level before anybody touches him. Jordan Love looking like the second coming of Aaron Rodgers and and Brett Favre. Going to, what, 24 of 30 or some shit like that for over 300 yards. Two touchdowns, no picks. We did get a fumble out of him today. It was the only turnover of the game, and what do we do? Thanks to a very generous uh, call 
on fourth down where they gave us the first down even though Fields didn't get it, we ended up with a field goal. Down 14-6, to six, we, we have to kick a field goal. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it's... <sighs> I don't know what else to say. So we'll get through it and, um, you know, one way or the other. But So let's get it started so we can get this shit over with. This is the Week 18 review episode of the Bears Talk Underground. Let's get to it. Hang up the telephone. I hear the dial tone. Ringing out loud and I will say it again. It was a game for your future. It was a game for your future. This is supposed to be easy. I don't mean going in and green, going into you know and and winning the game in Green Bay. That was the hard part. But as far as all you had to do today was win, and Poles is likely going to trade the number one pick again. Only he's only going to drop down to maybe three this season to uh, you know stay in in uh, in range of a Marvin Harrison Jr. Maybe spend some of that money on a on a on a tight end, or excuse me, a center, uh, or something like that. Maybe another top end pass rusher, uh, something like. Now I don't know what we're gonna do. Honestly, I don't. Um, because you know the 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 part about the argument for Caleb Williams is that they feel like, you know, we're putting him in in a very good position. We have DJ Moore. We have the offensive line. We have Lucas. Do we? Do we? Because I didn't see it out there today. And the only time that we've seen it this season was when we're playing against teams of no consequence. The fucking Commanders, the Falcons, the Cardinals, the... just like, Where were they when it counted? You know? And any time that we had a lead against the team of significance, a.k.a. the playoff teams that we lost to, during this run here in the last half of the season, the Browns and the Lions, we blew it. And once again, we, we, we didn't play. We didn't show up for 60 minutes. And once again, another Bears-Packers game, regardless of who the quarterback is, regardless of who the coach is, regardless of who the players are, the Packers always seem to find a gear. The Bears just can't find you know they're running on a gear the bears can't find the last play of the game is a perfect example of that it's a minute 55 to go in the game aaron jones gets the ball i think it was like second and eight third and eight whatever the hell it was but basically it boils down to this green bay gets a first down the game is over they get a first down it's done it's absolutely over. And Aaron Aaron Jones, I keep wanting to say Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, as he had been doing basically the whole game, takes the handoff to the left side, runs through tackles, keeps fighting, keeps digging, gets the first down. That's it. Game's over. That is it. We're out of timeouts. We can't stop the clock anymore, and they just got a fresh set of downs. It's over. And that moment epitomized the entire game. The Packers were running on the gear the Bears can't find. 
You don't see that extra effort. You don't see us digging for the extra yard or the you know that extra inch or pushing through this guy to get the first down and things like you over and over again. 28th ranked rushing a defense today. I don't think we cracked 100 yards as a team today. I'm so fucking mad right now. I just Again, it's not be, it's not that we lost. Cuz it's not surprising that we lost. We've lost 9 in a row. We've lost I don't know what. 16 of the last 18 or what whatever fucking crazy number it is. It's the fact that we played like the season was over. We played like the season was over. We played like the game didn't matter. Meanwhile, the Packers, who were playing for a playoff spot, who had a playoff, who actually, because the Saints won today, were in the hunt when the game started. They weren't in the playoffs. They were in the hunt. They played like the game mattered. They played like the game mattered, and unlike that Week 18 game against the Lions last year, they beat up on their visitors, and they're going to the postseason. Done. And now what was seemingly, you know, a path to keeping fields, bringing back Eberflus, drafting Marvin Harrison Jr. I just, can you argue for any of that after what you saw today? You know, because now that the season's over, you have to look at this in the big picture. You have to look at this as a whole. And, uh, you know, it's it's not good. It's uh, not good. So, yeah. We start 0-4. We beat the Commanders on Thursday when we least expect it. You know, have this amazing game on offense. We think we've got the offense turned around because we offensively played outstanding against the Broncos. It was the defense that kind of let us down. But we, for the first time, went back-to-back with really strong performances on offense. And our defense even showed up against the Commanders. Fast forward a week later to the uh, to the Vikings. Look at see. Comes out with a game plan like he didn't know Brian Flores likes the blitz. 60 to 80% of the time. And, uh, you know, Justin Fields ends up getting hurt because Getze is outwardly not protecting him. And just when you thought the season was over, where here we are, we're 1-5, in five, you know, Fields is out for however long. It was never really determined. We never really got a time frame on the injury. We just knew he was week-to-week week or whatever Eberflus kept saying. So basically the season's over, you know, the Raiders, you know, are going to come into town and beat the crap out of us, this undrafted rookie, and uh, nope, we took the Raiders to the woodshed. And like, okay, so maybe we have something here. Uh, At the very least, I think we have ourselves a backup quarterback. That's cool. And then we go to Chargers Sunday night football. That was an embarrassment where, uh, you know, we just sat back there, tried to rush four against Justin Herbert, and he picked us apart all night long on national TV, no less. Fast forward to the Saints game where we gave five turnovers, four in the fourth quarter, and we still only lost by seven points. Then we play against the Panthers, and there's our third win. 
against the Panthers. Barely 16-13 to against easily the worst team in football this year. Easily. And we struggled against them. We lose to the Lions. That's when we pissed away that uh, that lead that we had. 26-14 to with four minutes to go. We lose it 31-26. to We beat the Vikings and then the Lions in a rematch at home. Uh, that's... That is our signature win for the season, is beating the Lions in the rematch in Soldier Field. Basically finishing the game in a way that we couldn't two weeks, three weeks prior. We follow that up by blowing the lead against the Browns. And then we beat up on the Cardinals and the Falcons. That's it. I mean, aside from that Lions win, there is nothing to write home about on this schedule. Nothing. The Commanders, they're picking second overall. Second worst team in football. The Raiders, I think they actually won today over the Broncos, so they finished 8-9. and nine. But we also lost to the 8-9 and nine Broncos. We lost to the Packers, who finished 7-10. and 10. Or did they finish 8-9? and nine? No, they were 7-10, and 10, same as us. Uh, we lost the five and twelve Chargers. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I. You know, it's not. It's not. We 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 don't. What do we have to hang our hats on right now? You want to hang it on the defense? They didn't show up today. They did not show up. Nobody did. No one. You know, didn't really even notice T.J. Edwards out there today. He's been a stud all, all all game. He's literally been the only person on defense that has played well all season. Couldn't find him today. Montez Sweat, he made one tackle uh, when we had the Packers pinned inside their own five-yard line. He tackled Aaron Jones for a loss at about the two and didn't hear from him again for the rest of the day. So, yeah, I mean, this one stings, and it's going to until next season when we get a chance to play them again and, you know, prove whether or not we can actually ever beat these fucking guys. But it's like after today, how can you make a case for Iberfus to come back? Because you can't sit there and say, well, it was just one game. No, it wasn't. Anytime that we played anybody this season, We, we, we embarrassed ourselves out there. You know, our wins came against losers. You know, the, aside from beating the Lions, everybody else that we beat had a losing record this year. The Commanders were 4-13. and 13. The Raiders were 8-9. and nine. The Panthers, 2-15. and 15. The Vikings, 7-10. and 10. The Cardinals, I think, 5-12, and 4-13. and 13. And the Falcons were 7-10, and 10, same as us. So aside from the Lions, who finished 12-5, and five, and that was, at, that was at a stretch where the Lions weren't playing, decent, weren't playing good football. So, you know, we just happened to catch the Lions at the right time, I guess. Because other than beating them, there's nothing to be like, yeah, but remember when we did? No. Because it's not worth remembering. Thank God this season is over. 
And now we can finally get into the off season and get these questions answered. Eberflus is he still going to have a job tomorrow? Going into today, I was I was certain that he was. After today, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Kevin Warren and Ryan Poles were in attendance at the day at the game today. Today was not a good day to shit the bed like this. Losing is one thing. Losing like that is something else entirely. And I know we're talking about a game that finished 17-9, to but it was never really that close. It was never that close. And what was really funny to me, what was really funny to me was that, you know, usually when you go back and you look and like, man, we just could not stop Green Bay on third down. But you want to know where Green Bay won the game this week? On second down. Because anytime third down came up, it was third and two, third and three, third and one. Anytime we had second down, third and ten, third and eight, third and seven, third and six. It was it was never an easy gimme kind of down. Not one time was it third and short for the Bears. Because Luke Getze. Anytime it was like second and eight or longer, Luke Getze wanted to run the ball right into the teeth of the defense. Because I don't know what the fuck happened to our offensive line today, but Tevin Jenkins, of all people, was getting thrown around like a rag doll in this one. Two sacks he gave up today. The guy was impenetrable for the 12 games that he was healthy this year. But today of all days, he goes out there and he's the worst lineman we have on the field gets smoked for two sacks on third down, you know? (laughs) But it's like Green Bay won the game on second down this week because what they did to us on second down on offense and defense made third down that much easier for them. It put us in third and long situations, would put us in obvious passing situations where Green Bay would just pin their ears back and come for us because we couldn't fucking stop them. And then on the flip side, on second and 10, second and 12, they would get nine or 10 yards, and it would be third and one, third and two, where they could basically use their entire playbook to do whatever they wanted or just hand it off to Aaron Jones because he'll be four yards deep into the defense before anybody touches him. So, yeah, it was, uh, <sighs> I did knee-jerk reactions. I don't know if I'm going to play them, though, because what's, what's the point? You know, first quarter knee-jerk reaction, very quiet quarter. Each team basically only had the ball one time. Uh, the Bears drove down the field. We started with the ball. We, we, as usual, started off with a decent opening drive. Green Bay cinched up you know, about the 30-yard line or so. It was a 50-yard field goal for Santos. He, Cody Parkied it off the upright, but it was good instead of bad. So we were up 3 nothing. Green Bay basically does the same thing, only their kicker hooks it, and they miss. So, hey, all right. And the, the drive that we finished the first quarter with was what we started the second quarter with. Second quarter was more of the more of the same. It was very much reminiscent of the first game where there wasn't a lot happening in the first quarter. There were kind of these long involved 
drives. I don't think Green Bay punted once this entire fucking game. And, uh, you know, eventually they score a touchdown in the second quarter on their second drive. And it was a, like, 11-play, 92-yard drive that they drove the ball down the field. And that's really where they kind of started humming on offense. Because, no, they didn't break the scoreboard on a scoring points today, but they really did whatever they wanted on offense today. You know, and... and uh yeah, the, the the second quarter ended kind of strangely. Um, Love hits a receiver who's coming back towards the, uh, you know, coming back towards the line of scrimmage, and Tyreek Stevenson pushes him out before he can make any forward progress. And there's some weird rule about if you're coming back towards the line of scrimmage when you exit, the clock continues to run. Like you went out of bounds on purpose or something like that, and they're gonna not going to let the, it stop the clock, and Green Bay was out of timeouts, and they were in field goal range. They could have easily – it could have easily been 10-6 to 6 at halftime instead of 7-6. to 6. And, um, you know, but then the second half starts. They march right down the field and uh, score. So it's 14-6 to 6 now, and the game was over after that because the third quarter is where I declared the game to be done because I just didn't – it didn't look as though we made the necessary adjustments in the second in the halftime period to make any kind of difference in this football game. We kept dropping Justin back into the pocket instead of after the first half, I don't know, rolling him out or anything like that to get him out of the pocket, therefore away from this rush that was breathing down his neck. Nope, every single one was a straight drop back. He's standing there in the pocket while it collapses around him because his offensive line is having one of its worst performances of the season right there in front of him. Fantastic. We lost Nate Davis early in the second quarter, or maybe it was late in the first, with a foot injury. He never came back. So Whitehair, who'd been benched because he wasn't worth a shit this year, is back out there not protecting Justin Fields uh, again. We started Feeney at center instead of Whitehair, so... He was all right, I guess. I didn't, you know, didn't see him getting embarrassed like Patrick and and Whitehair had in previous uh, occasions this season. But you know, I, I'm just I'm annoyed. You know, I, I really wanted to end the season on an up note. Beating Green Bay would have been the uh, cherry on top. For the you know finishing the season what six and six and two five and two five and two beating Green Bay knocking them out of the playoffs you know we got that pin in our you know that feather in our cap for the entire offseason we finally snapped the streak we finally beat Green Bay we did it in Lambeau and we ended their season when we did it mm. and instead it was another typical Bears Packers game you know. We give our fans hope in the first half by keeping it close, and then the second half, they kick our ass and they pull away. Easy peasy. Packers are going to the playoffs, and we're doing what we were doing to begin with. We're going home for the winter, only we have to sit there and swallow another mouthful of shit uh, from Packer fans and you know and everybody else. And the... Uh, you know, those of us who are trying to, you know, everyone who was saying we want fields after the Falcons game last week, well, good fucking luck with that, man. 
I just, it's, it's, I don't see it happening now. I really don't. You know, I, I really, really don't. There's nothing more than I wanted than to keep building around fields with what we've seen from this team uh, for the last, you know, five, six weeks and how it's really starting to come together and how it's obvious that, you know, DJ Moore needs a, uh, needs a, needs a buddy out there because Darnell Mooney wasn't going to be that guy. Chase Claypool obviously wasn't that guy. And, you know, Tyler Scott still got some growing up to do. And, you know, who's there? Who else is going to be Colin Johnson or, you know, Trent Taylor? No. So, you know, and Cole Komet was banged up these last couple of games. He was out there, but he really wasn't out there. So it was either DJ Moore or it was nobody in the passing game, uh, essentially. So, yeah, it's obvious that he needed some help out there uh, as well. But now, fuck. <sighs> and I don't, I don't want Caleb Williams. I don't want him. I've seen his tape. It's like we're drafting Justin Fields again. You know, he's running around. He's got a great arm. So does Justin Fields. Big deal. You know, I've, you know, I see great plays, but I don't see anything special. I don't see him doing anything that Justin Fields can't do. I I don't see anything, you know. But, I mean, it's it's all a moot question now. Because until we find out, most likely tomorrow, what the future of the Bears coaching staff is, trying to figure out who the quarterback is, is irrelevant. Absolutely irrelevant. So I just... I was really kind of hoping we could just kind of coast through the offseason this year. You know, because for the last, I mean, well, all season long, I've been kind of blowing off the, you got to draft. Because we've had the number one pick since what, like week three? Whatever it was. We've had the number one pick, whether it was our, whether it was us that had the number one pick or Carolina that had it for us. We've had the number one pick pretty much all season long. And so the, the, the discussion's been there all season long. And I've been blowing it off all season long. For two reasons. Number one, my main reason being, until we know who the head coach is, until we know if we're getting a new general manager, which was in the discussion at the time, how can we talk about who the quarterback of the team is going to be? Maybe you can say it's not going to be Justin Fields, but how can you say, bring in Caleb Williams? It's like, it'll be Caleb Williams. It's like, I don't see it. I honestly don't. And it's not me hating on Caleb Williams. It's like, it's like it's just like all the it's if we're drafting Caleb Williams, all we're doing is resetting Justin Fields' contract. That's it, that's it. Because we're getting the same guy, we're getting the same guy. I see the same thing, you know. Great arm can run around, can create things off schedule and things like that, but also doesn't do well under pressure unless he can find a way free which he did on occasion, which Fields does on occasion. Once the things start you know, collapsing around him, you don't see him get one off and like, oh, that guy was open or he was thread the needle and there it was. No. All of these quote-unquote special plays that I've seen from Caleb Williams, whether it's highlight reels or in games that I've seen him actually play, he's broken the pocket, he's run away, he's free in wide open space to find somebody. 
You don't ever see him in the pocket with the blitz bearing down on him, make a throw to a to a receiver to move the chains or whatever. I haven't seen it once. Have not seen it once. So to draft Caleb Williams is just we're, we're back on a rookie contract again. That is it. It is a lateral move as far as I'm concerned. You know, we're basically drafting Justin Fields, but going back to zero with Justin Fields. That's all we're doing by drafting Caleb Williams. It's like if this coaching staff stays and this coaching staff wants to draft a quarterback, it's got to be Drake May or Penix or somebody who's going to stay in the pocket because that's obviously what they, what they want their quarterback to do. So, yeah, like I said, I was just kind of hoping we could kind of coast through this off season. You know, we beat the Packers. Justin Fields plays well. Eberflus finally gets a win over Green Bay. We send him home for the winter. Yeah, then we can just ride the whole, keep building around Justin Fields. We'll be in the playoffs next year. For sure. Not after today. Not after today. It's it's all in question. The only thing I'm certain of is that polls is coming back. Outside of that, I don't know. I'm sure we'll find out here soon. If not Monday, then very shortly after Monday. But uh, you know, Eberflus had me on his side there for a while. But after today. Uh, no, no. So I just uh, can't do it. Can't do it anymore. Five and three to end the season. It's a hell of a run. Two of those games we should have won. We should have been going into this game with a seven-game winning streak, benching our starters to get ready for the playoffs next week. But instead... Season was already over. So, if you ask me what I think we should do, we should blow it up. Let's start over. Fuck it. Fuck it. I don't care. Forget it. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we got some nice pieces. We got a DJ Moore. We got Montez Sweat. We have Darnell Wright. Um, you know, Tevin Jenkins, when he's healthy. I don't know what the fuck happened to him today. But, uh, you know. Nate Davis, decent. Braxton Jones, eh. If we get a shot at one of the tackles, bring him in. Solidify the left tackle position instead of just, you know, I don't want to have another decade of Charles Leno out there. And Braxton Jones feels like Charles Leno to me. Somebody that we got lucky that was, a you know, a solid player, a solid pro, a guy that you could depend on. But, you know, from time to time, he's not going to show up for you. And let's go get a Joe Alt or a Fashanu or however the hell you pronounce that kid's name. I'll get it one of these days. The kid from Penn State or, you know, somebody like that to lock down the left tackle position. So whereas before I was thinking, let's go get Marvin Harrison Jr. And maybe with our second pick, we take a guy like Brock Bowers or that pass rusher from, uh, 
like either Jared Verse from Florida State or Dallas Turner from Alabama or the kid from UCLA. With our second first round pick, we got our we got our bookend to go with Montez Sweat, and we got our bookend to go with DJ Moore, along with whatever we get in the you know second third rounds and uh, and things like that. So, yeah, and that's after Poles does what he does, what he's going to do in in uh, free agency. So, but that's all we got now. That's all we got. So the uh, Sunday night game is going to kick off here in a minute. I want to check that out because both of those teams are in the playoffs. Now they're just playing for who's going to be hosting a playoff game next week as the number two seed and who's going to be on the road as the number six seed. And that's far more fucking interesting than continuing to talk about this game. So I'm going to go and wrap it up here. There were no bear ups. And if you want to talk about bear downs, Fucking everybody. Everyone. There wasn't anyone who I was like, you know what? He's having an awesome game today. Not one fucking person. Nobody showed up today. Nobody did. So everybody's guilty. That effort that I was talking about that I saw from several players in Green Bay, I didn't see it from one person today. Actually, I take it back. I saw it from DJ Moore. I saw him out there fighting and cratching and clawing, but outside of him, no. I didn't see it from Justin. I certainly didn't see it from either one of our fucking lines. Eddie Jackson flying around like a fucking moron. It's like, I swear to God, the next time that guy runs right past the defender, I'm going to shoot him. Fuck me, man. Nobody showed up today. You know, like I said earlier, not even my guy TJ Edwards. Didn't really hear from him at all today. Tremaine Edmonds, who have been playing awesome these last six, seven weeks. Nope. Didn't hear from him either. Kyler Gordon had a really nice couple of games against uh, Atlanta and Arizona. But again, apparently we can only beat up on the weaker kids. So, yeah. Why would you hang? Why would you sign up for more of this? Eberflus, yeah, I wouldn't. Eberflus is done. If it's my call, Eberflus is gone. He is gone. And most likely, Justin's got to go with him. I don't want that to happen. I still want the Bears to keep Justin Fields. Call me crazy. You know, maybe I'm drinking the Kool-Aid or it's rose-colored glasses or whatever, but I don't think that the problems are all his fault. But, um, you know, it, it's very much like... Um, well, the fourth quarter knee-jerk reaction that I'm not going to play for you, I said the Justin Fields argument very much feels like my argument that Tom Brady is not the best quarterback of all time. I don't think Brady is. I still don't. But anytime you try to argue that with somebody, what's the first thing they're going to bring up? The seven fucking championships that the guys won. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So he played on seven great teams, but I still don't think he's the best quarterback of all time. You want to talk about great quarterbacks of all time, Peyton Manning is the top of my list. The things that I saw Peyton Manning do, the the throws that he made, he was better at the quarterback position than Tom Brady was. He was. But 
Peyton's only got two rings. Peyton went to four Super Bowls. He was two and two. It's kind of like the, uh, I guess, Jordan versus LeBron argument, you know. Jordan was six and zero in the finals. LeBron was four and six. So never mind that he went to ten NBA finals. He only won four of them. Jordan was undefeated. Was the MVP of all six finals. LeBron was not. Tom Brady, I think, has more Super Bowl MVPs than anyone. And has got seven rings to go along with it. And as much as I still believe that Jordan, Jordan, or excuse me, Justin Fields can be the guy, what argument could I make after the way today went? I mean, and the funny thing is, I don't think his stats were bad. He didn't throw the interceptions. He didn't, uh, he didn't turn the ball over. He was 11 for 16. But that 11 for 16 only went for 148 yards. He got sacked five times. He ran the ball eight times for 27 yards. Got his head damn near clean, taken right the fuck off his head, but he didn't get enough. He did not get a flag. I would really love to know why that keeps happening or actually why it doesn't happen. But the Bears' number one rush defense uh, that gave up maybe 80 yards a game gave up 111 to Aaron Jones, who got five yards of carry, which feels about right because, like I said, he was in the second level before anybody touched him on just virtually every fucking carry he made in this game. And, uh, yeah, Jordan Love, 27 of 32 for 316 and two touchdowns, no picks, one sack early on in the game. The Bears were 2-7 and seven on the road this year. Yeah, I... And they set us up, guys. They did it to us again, which I think is what's even more irritating than all of it, is that the way we played these last six or seven weeks, I was dying to play Green Bay again. Like, I wanted to play Green Bay. I wanted to redeem that week one loss because it felt like the team that we were hoping would show up week one was the team we were bringing to Lambeau today. And we still didn't fucking bring them with us. Instead, it was typical Bears-Packers shit where Green Bay did whatever the fuck they wanted and we struggled to do anything. They made it look easy on both sides of the ball and we struggled to do everything. That's what was so fucking irritating is that it was uh, one of my fo- Chris Miller, I think, one of my followers was, was uh, uh, tweeting at me today. You know, basically just copy and paste, copy and paste. It's the same fucking game. He's absolutely right. Over and over again, these games always look the same. The Packers make it look easy while we make it look damn near fucking impossible to do anything. We struggled to score nine points today. We struggled to get into field goal range three times. Impossible. You know, so we got to wait till next year, you know, to see if we can... And even then, it'll be a question. Like, well, we, we haven't fucking done it. What? The last time was, what, week 16, week 15, something like that in 2018 when we went 12-4 and four and, and, you know, went to the playoffs and things like that. And even before then, what was it, 2013? 
because I can't think. I didn't think we beat him in. We didn't beat him any time we were under John Fox. And uh, yeah. So yeah. So yeah, I'm done. I'm done, guys. Um, I'll be back tomorrow to recap week 18 uh, for the uh, fourth phase. Uh, we'll also preview the playoffs of the fourth phase this week, and I'll see if uh, we can get Lauren Cox back this week to uh, review the season once and for all. We'll get his take on what the Bears should do. And it's like I think he's like me. Before today, we're kind of, you know, run it back with fields. Let's, you know, get Marvin Harrison. Let's throw in a, an offensive tackle or a pass rusher or Brock Bowers, the tight end from Georgia, and see what we do with that, you know, along with whoever else Poles brings in. I'm good with that. But after today, who the fuck knows? So, and hopefully by the time we talk to Lauren this week, if I can get him on, we'll uh, we'll have an answer as to whether or not we're keeping Eberflus or moving on and, Maybe we can talk about who we want the next coach to be. Then we can deal with the whole fucking irritating argument about why that should be Jim Harbaugh when I don't feel that at all, honestly. I don't have anything against Harbaugh. I can't argue against the guy's record. He's been successful everywhere he's gone, college, pros, no matter what. He's been a winner. But I don't, I don't see it. I don't see him in Chicago. I just don't see it. So, But then we get to argue about that and, you know, all that kind of shit and uh, you know, I was telling Evan on, on the show last week that, um, you know, probably just not going to be on Twitter for a while after today. And uh, I think that's true. I, th- I don't think I'm going to spend much time on Twitter other than to announce the new episodes of the fourth phase because we're running it through uh, the Super Bowl. Outside of that, you won't probably see or hear much of me on, on that fucking app uh, during the uh, off season because... We've been arguing with each other all fucking season. I can only imagine what it's going to be like now. So, anyway, come back tomorrow for the Week 18 review of the fourth phase. We'll crown our uh, Pick'em champion and uh, see what Yahoo's got in store for us with the with the playoffs and how they're going to work. How they're going to work that. So, I'm on back for that uh, tomorrow. Until then, my name is Larry D. This has been the Bear Sock Underground, and uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs>